Enjoy basketball, soccer, and all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using bonus code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Plus, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Now you're winning with the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. Tony Bruno Show with Harry May. Parental discretion is advised. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Hello. Hello there. Welcome to the show that never ends, Harry. It's Tuesday, July 14th, and I want to welcome everybody to National Nude Day, Harry. So we will be posting nudes of ourselves, all our social media today, and we encourage everyone to just let it flow. Just think of it as the 60s again. Think of it as the summer of love. They tried that in Seattle. It didn't work out so well. But back in the day, we, Live Aid, the 35th anniversary, Harry Mays, was just yesterday. That was yesterday, yeah. Remember Live Aid in sure. 1985? They had it here at the old JFK Stadium and then all, at Wembley in England. Mm-hmm. Two concerts at the same time, man. The only thing better than two concerts at the same time, Char- Harry, you know what that is, don't you? Of course. It is, in fact, if I could find it here. Two chicks at the same that time. It would have worked better if I had the stinking was, thing right here. I was just going to say that's a problem for a lot of men. They can't find it. Oh, Thank boy. you. Thank you very Two much. Two chicks Rob. at the same time? Exactly. Yes. Let me repeat. Two chicks at the same time. Anyway, we, have a, we are now at the epicenter of the sports world, Harry. Who thought Orlando would be the big story in the bubble? I watched a little soccer today. Yeah, who thought soccer in Orlando would be the big story? Who thought that uh, Cal's menu at Burger King and Cal Farts would be the top story. Who Burger thought, King's still open? Yes, they are. Well, in some wow. locations. I haven't been to one of those in 30 years. Who would have thought that there was a coin shortage and now nobody wants coins anymore? Hmm. Who would have thought that Dancing with the Stars would get rid of Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews, of all people, Harry? What's Dancing with the Stars? That's a dumb show. I have people a question, go on though. Yes. There, everybody's afraid of coins because supposedly it can carry germs. No, it can't. But coins would have less germs on it than paper money. It's the dumbest thing ever. It is. It's now all of really a sudden stupid. there's a coin shortage. You know yeah. why? Because I have a couple of those five-gallon so water jugs filled with pennies, nickels, quarters, and dimes. So if you don't want your coins, let me just make this. How about send them on bits? Mm-hmm. Bits, you know, they're, they're basically coins. They're right. tips. So if you're on our Twitch stream, 
twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show. People throw us a couple pennies here and there. That's how we launder coins. Exactly right. Through Twitch. Brilliant. Yes. So everybody, you don't want your coins anymore. The public, you know, stores are not taking them anymore. You see a lot of stores are saying, we don't want coins. We're getting rid of them. So if you got those pesky coins sitting around in your little purse, like Robin mm. has a little coin purse in her hand big. You know, like women have to have 50 things in their hand Sure, bags. sure, sure. Now guys put them in their fanny packs, Harry. What? <laughs> Well, there's one guy. We have a the fanny Merce. pack update today, too, on this show. The we fanny got packs so much are still stuff. around. They're called Merces, Tony. The dude that are, are that we have the greatest video, viral video that should have a billion views by now. <laughs> this show is responsible right now. Before we get to that, I don't want to forget this story. Our man, Ryan Rothstein, this morning was in Atlantic City, near where he lives, and he's in line at a TD bank to try to deposit a check, hope before it would cash or, you know, it. Or, or bounce. Or bounce, bounce. Yeah. if there weren't the necessary funds in the account. And that's happened in a lot of places. Of there, you know. <laughs> Not in this place, though. So he, he's, he's in line in his car because they had a car line. Let's go to Ryan Rothstein for this very important update, Harry. So has anyone been at a bank yet in the past yes, month? Yes, I go to a today. pandemic. Yeah, and it wasn't a nightmare? A total nightmare because the ATM machine was shut down again. They had the, the Brinks truck guy working on it, so he tells me to go into the regular line. I go in the regular line, waited 15 minutes to deposit a stupid check. Yeah, it's an absolute joke. Yeah. So I go down to TD Bank, I guess you can say in the heart of Atlantic City. Yes. Huh. There's uh, the car line. You can't go inside, as Harry mentioned. The, yep. So there's the, two lanes that are normally drive throughs Yes. And so one lane, the drive through lane, you were in, which is the outer lane, and then there's the one closest to the bank building where the windows are, is where actual people are standing there. Right. Yes. So they're walking up to the drive through on one lane, and the drive through is actually working in the other lane because you can't go in the bank, right? That's essentially going into the bank. That's how right. this TD bank if in Atlantic City set it up. If you need to see a person, you yeah. have to go through That's this That's the new normal out. now. You yeah. talk Not through in my bank. thick my, bulletproof glass My citizen's bank lot. allows me in there because they know who I am, and they open the door. Mr. Bruno, come right on in. Yeah, you're you're a VIP. They roll out the no, red I'm a, carpet. No, I'm a citizen. I'm a good customer. <laughs> well, exactly. I'm not a good customer, so I'm out here with... You know, the street rabble. The street, now, yeah. I'm, I'm showing the video for those of you watching on Twitch.tv. you got to see this video, Tony folks. Bruno show. We posted it all over our social media. <laughs> at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter. At Harry Mays TU. you got to see this. Ryan Rothstein 33. At Ryan Rothstein 33. Thank you. So you took this from your car. Yep. Nobody's getting shot. Nobody's getting beat up. It's just a dude in a line. A tall guy with skinny legs. He's got a mask on. He's got a mask on. He's got a, a backpack. Right. Like a Merce. Is that and a perm? Yeah, I think so. You were there. I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't so. know what, what qualifies it's as a... It's almost like I mean, a blonde hair's... Bob Ross wig. Yeah. yeah. That's basically yes. what it so is. So he's got blonde hair, which is obviously bleach blonde. But yeah. he, he's got beautiful hair. He got, he got beautiful hair. <laughs> and, he's, and, he's got, and he's brandishing a... Is that a three-wood or a driver? That's a driver. That's a full-blown, tailor-made driver mm -hmm. beautiful driver with a cover head and everything oh and he's just walking around on the line he's not threatening anybody with it he's not going to hit anybody he's just doing some soft swings not taking full swings Harry. he's just like mm -hmm. loosening up right in the walkthrough line at the drive-in line at a td bank in atlantic city right now it's, it's, it's yeah. like he's standing on the tee waiting for ian poulter yes. to fart and exactly just to, yeah. be, just to be clear for our national audience yes where this bank is located the nearest golf course is not in walking distance. It's not around the corner. He's not going to a tee time in 20 right. minutes. 
There's is there a driving range nearby? No. 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 You have to get <laughs> on the highway. Bob Hope at the uh, at, when Bob Hope used to go up on stage for all the troops, and yeah. he'd have to he'd have to he'd, he'd have, have the, the driver. He'd yeah. have the driver and pretend he was taking shots on top of the, this guy's in a in a driving line at a bank in Atlantic City. Right. And what makes it even better? So <laughs> it was a. <laughs> it was a mess. I was sitting in my car for about 40 minutes. So I posted this video, and at this point, 10, 15 minutes in, Tony retweets it, and then it really picks up a lot of steam. So when I finally move up, I start kind of interviewing the guy. And I'm like, yo, you should use a wedge instead of a driver. What's going on? Why do you have a driver well, here? Well, I have the audio if you, we would like to play the second update part. Well, this okay. is after he sees the guy. Now he's pulled up, and you're, ne- you're actually right next to him. You're in the drive-through lane. And now you're you're basically parallel to him as he's waiting. He does have the club down though. He has a head up and he's got it down the the, the handle. He has part the cover on now too. Well, now yeah. he's he's closer to getting served, so right. he puts okay. the cover head back on. You got right. enough little practice swings <laughs> exactly. in, yeah. Let's go to the tape. Let's go to the tape now. Should have went wedge here instead of driver. <laughs> Shaking his head. Trying to ignore yeah, you at first. Good. What do you got there? Yeah, you need to you need to make some space. You need to get some swings in. Does he have a personalized uh, head cover? The cops called you? Guy called on you? Yes, some some douchebag decided he was going to be a college. So you're saying some douchebag decided he was. What? Because you were swinging the the driver on the beach? Yeah, because I was hitting a couple of golf balls. <laughs> Into the ocean. He, nice. was, he was hitting golf balls into the ocean, Harry. Right. Who's he think he is? Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You can get a you can get the cops called on you for hitting discarded golf balls. That's X probably outs. not the weirdest call the cops got in Atlantic City <laughs> that morning. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Right. exactly. That was Wait, my favorite part about that. Did Phil Murphy run out there and tackle this guy and have him arrested? <laughs> no, I think Phil Murphy was doing uh, chip shots while he was using the driver. Wow. Yeah. And you thought there were just whack jobs walking around in New York City. Unbelievable. Wow. Look at it. Look how unfazed everyone else in line is. I know. I know. Ross is the only one that like thought this was a story. That was a good yeah. interview Everyone right else there, is though, here. Man. It's like, normally I bring my driver with me. Right. Normally, wow. if I'm talking to somebody out of my car window, it's ugly. Mm-hmm. I'm like yelling at the guy, giving him the finger, doing the "Hey, I'm up, you go," and then we get out, and then we throw down. That's what happens, you know. Yeah, he went on to say that he typically hits the tee shot around 350, 360. Is that right? Yeah, off the tee. Okay. Oh, he yeah. said for the past 20 years, he usually shoots around 75, 80. Mm. So he was. Yeah. So should nutcase. I sprinkle on him right. at Memorial this weekend? Do I throw? Do I throw five bucks on him? I, I don't mm. think he's in the field. <laughs> Any other player plus three thousand? Anyway, so that's how the day started for Ryan Rothstein as he drove from Atlantic City into these studios here in South Philadelphia, where we are in the epicenter of shutdowns. If you think the governor of New York is out of his mind or the governor of California who wants to shut things down, no schools this year, the teachers don't want to teach, the kids don't want to learn, Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney said, hold my beer. I mean, hold my keg of beer. The granddaddy of all shutdown kings is Jim Kenney, the mayor of Philadelphia, who oftentimes I take to Twitter to basically pants, disembowel, and point out to the world that this guy is the most pathetic loser of any government official in the history of the world. Did he have his bozo, the clown, nose on when he he put this message out? So what did he do today? And this isn't political to me. This is personal. This is about living in a city that... A guy – now, how is he going to use science 
to, to, to discuss this one. Because not only did the mayor, you know, people are locking down cities again. They're telling everybody to wear masks. I get that. This mayor goes one further. Not only will the city not allow people to go out and gather, not to go to church and everything else, there will be no public gatherings in this city, Harry, until when? You figure Labor Day weekend? No. How about Thanksgiving with the Thanksgiving Day Parade? No. How about Christmas? How about the New Year's Day Mummers Parade, which this clown Jim Kenny, who used to march in it, right. wanted to get rid of last year because a couple of dopes had their faces painted in a Flyers uh, thing, which was a orange skit. and black yeah. skit. And stupid. then the mayor went crazy and made it a national story. Now there will be no public gatherings until February 21st of 2021, Harry. Wow. Science. Jeez. It's amazing that this guy, a mayor, knows that the COVID will be done. There'll be a vaccine. There will be no more cases on February 21st, 2021, Harry. Dr. Fauci must be bowing before this guy. Can you imagine? And then the people in the city, but guess who's been affected? And we're going to talk to John McMullen about this later too, Harry. Guess who's going to be affected when it comes to sports, which is what we talk about primarily. Mm -hmm. The Philadelphia Eagles are not going to be allowed to bring fans into their stadium. Some fans, some teams are already said. Now, this is provided football is played. Right, right, right. But if the Eagles play, do you think Jeffrey Lurie is happy to know when other teams are announcing they're going to have 15,000 or 20,000 fans spaced out and they're, you know, these people paid money right. for season tickets? Some sort of limited capacity. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. With all the proper precautions, wearing mm-hmm. masks, social, social distancing. distancing. And all the other things. And now the mayor is basically telling the Philadelphia Eagles that they probably will not be allowed to bring fans into the stands. And guess what happened as a result of this? You, if you don't follow local news, Philadelphia managing director Brian Abernathy was the one who told the Philadelphia Inquirer this morning that, quote, we've been in communication with the Eagles. We have told them our, expect- our expectations are that they don't have fans. Guess what happened shortly after Brian Abernathy, the city managing director, told that to the Philadelphia Inquirer? He resigned his job I saw and that. walked wow. out of City Hall. I saw that. So tell me right now that this guy who's supposed to be making these big decisions was told to make the decision and tell the Eagles, but his boss, Jim Kenny, the mayor, and he obviously didn't agree, so Kenny pretty much pushed him out the door. Yeah, it says here, NFL guidelines, quote, remind teams that local authorities have the ability to ban fans, end quote. That's right off of Pro Football Talk. Yeah, and Pro Football Talk picked it up from the Inquirer. But the Eagles will be permitted to play like all the teams are in their own bill, like like, like the baseball teams are, the Eagles are supposed to play. Mm -hmm. But now the mayor has determined that the Eagles can't have any fans in the stands, even though other cities can. (laughs) And And the people in this city still... Pay attention to this guy? I'm sure Jeffrey Lurie is going to be real happy. Yeah, Jim, whatever you want, buddy. Sure. Come on, let me give you your own box. Let me build a statue in front of the stadium in your honor, you moron. <sighs> he is a crumb creep coward, Harry. He's a clown. He's a lush. I could tell he was a lush by just looking at him. Anyway, we'll get into that with John McMullen. A lot of football news today, Harry. Plus, we got some college football news coming up. Dan Wolken from USA Today is going to join us, and we'll discuss what's going on with the college situation. Yeah, and it's not good. No. It's, it's, everything's a di- disaster out here. That's why we're here, to calm the waters, Harry. 
and play videos of guys with drivers standing in line at a bank ATM line. Stick around. We're coming right back. There was. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Oh, man. I got to keep the energy going, even during the breaks, Harry. I got the Twitch stream giving me crap. We're trying to set up the next segment. We got important stuff here. I got to get material that I need. We got a guest coming on. You know, we just don't sit here and just ad-lib and free-range here. We're not chickens. But anyway, we'll continue to bash uh, the mayor of Philadelphia and make him a national disgrace. Well, he's already done that. Yeah, but not a lot of people don't know what we a need clown to amplify. Guy. It. Exactly. Yes. I want to be beating the drum <laughs> to get this guy recalled and run out of here. He got the sticks. I know. Start I beating the drum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to bang on the drums all day, Harry. You I don't want to work. You have drums. You have your little bongo. We, I need, know. we need one of those big bass drums like they had yes. at the Oakland A's yeah. stadium out yeah. in left field. Yeah. Let's go one step further. How I about love if we that just guy. get a gong? Nah, the guy, uh, nah. You can only hit a gong once, what? and then yeah. you got to wait until oh, it, yeah, I it's get right. one of those big bass yeah. boom, drums. Boom, 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 boom. It's boom. like they do it at the Carolina Panthers yeah. games, too. They do it everywhere. Yeah. What's the, the the Japanese drum that's like that? I don't know, that's but it's probably made where, Harry? In China. In China. In China. All right, we'll talk more NFL. John McMullen later. A lot of NFL news today because today is the day before the franchise tags have to be done. And we had a couple of incidents today. The Dak Prescott watch continues. But college football, Harry, no matter what you're watching, what you look at, every day it's a different conference. Oh. This conference is doing this. The Patriot League's not going to play. The Lehigh-Lafayette rivalry is coming to an yeah. abrupt end. But a lot of big conferences are now. Every, you can't keep track of this stuff. It's like Jim Kenny's running the NCAA. Exactly. <laughs> Anytime we get a cheap shot at the mayor of the city of Philadelphia. But Dan Walken doesn't care about that stuff. He cares about football. And, of course, he writes for USA Today, and he's got a big article today about the absolute debacle that is NCAA Division One, Division Two. I. I don't know about Division Three and the, uh, the other smaller conferences. Dan, how are you, man? Appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on. Hey, I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Good. So now the column today. You know, are a lot of people getting to you and saying, why are you trying to do this to us? We need college football. Has Jim Harbaugh called you and, 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 and absolutely screamed <laughs> into your ears today? No, you know, that's a little bit less, I think, of that now than there was maybe a month ago or six weeks ago when people like me tried to sound the alarm and say that they had not, in the college space at least, done enough to – figure out how to do this safely. Their reopening plans for college sports were all based on hope. It was never really based in, in logic or science. It was all just, let's just cross our fingers and we'll see how it goes. And it's happened now in the midst of this dramatic uptick in cases, especially in states in the SEC footprint like Florida and uh, Texas and Georgia and South Carolina. And, I just think now there's this realization that it's going to be extremely hard once these college campuses open back up, if they open back up, to be able to run a program without getting overwhelmed by coronavirus infections. And so it's really put this dour, uh, I think, outlook uh, on the season, and people are really starting to now come to terms with that. 
Well, I know the Ivy League has uh, shut down things for the fall, as did the Patriot League. Is Who's on deck? I was seeing something where the ACC canceled their virtual media day, and they're going to be making a decision very soon. Do you think they're the next one? Well, I think that the leagues like the Ivy League, the Patriot League, where football really doesn't make money, uh, I think it's easier on July 14th for those leagues to just say, hey, listen, uh, we don't want to deal with everything that's going to come along with trying to run a football program right now, so we'll just hunt until the spring and see what happens. Uh, The financial incentives for the big conferences are much different, and so they're not going to be ready yet to to make that uh, decision. Now, you saw the Big Ten and Pac-12. They were only going to play conference games. Mainly that's just for flexibility and control uh, so that if there's an interruption in the season, if there's some games that get canceled, it's easier to just sort of rearrange the schedules from the conference office. And I do think ultimately all the leagues will, will come to that same conclusion uh, as a next step. Uh, but, you know, in terms of canceling the season or, or moving it to spring or uh, any big drastic measures, I think it would be at least a few more weeks before anybody got to that point. Dan Walken of USA Today. Now, Dan, I, I've read the column and, you know, a lot of people will agree with you, and I look at science, and I don't go out into the stores without masks. I don't try to shame people who do. I listen to scientists. But the science to me right now is so all over the place. I just ripped the mayor who's now saying that we have to be shut down in Philly until February 21st of last year. I don't know any – even the biggest quack couldn't possibly till 2021, February 21st. That's when everybody's safe to go out again. And I don't listen to politicians, but there's a story in Florida today – on a TV station, Fox 35 went through the COVID-19 test reports and found that many clinics reporting 100% positivity, and even Orlando Health admits their numbers are wrong, saying it shows 98% positive, but it's actually 9.4%. So who are we to listen to? The people who don't want anybody playing sports, the people who don't like the SEC, the people who don't like this or that, or actual real statistics? Well, look, I think if you want to sort of cherry-pick one issue with one set of data in Florida is evidence that this thing is not a big deal or that we don't have sort of this raging epidemic going on. I mean, I just don't think that uh, reflects the reality of the situation. All of these decisions are, are being driven by the fact that you can't run a college football program when you have a, a raging pandemic and as a campus community, uh, this thing is just going to circulate and spread all over the place because it's going to uh, overwhelm the capabilities uh, of the school. Uh, it's also just, frankly, not, not going to allow football to be played if you've got guys who are you know, positive and then they've they got to go into quarantine for a week or two, and then they've got a contact race, and you're, you're playing a contact sport, right? So you get on the practice field, and, and you come into close contact with a lot of people. So, you know, if you're not testing constantly, uh, then the likelihood that you're going to have a major outbreak within a football program is probably pretty high. And yet we're also seeing in this country problems with testing. Uh, you know, I, I have a relative who got tested two Thursdays ago and as of right now still doesn't have the results. Uh, and that's a major, major issue, and it's something that a lot of schools are having to deal with right now. Uh, if, if you don't have a medical center on campus that can t- 
turn those around for you, um, then then you've got these football players who get tested and they, they may have to wait days before they know whether they're positive. So that's not going to work either. I mean, the point of, of this is, you know, if you, if you just step back from a 30,000 level and stop worrying about, you know, the, the, the nitpicks of, of all the data is that we have not invested as a country uh, the, the effort, the resources, and the commitment to put, a, put our foot down on this virus, to get it to low levels uh, of, of infection around the country, that we can do things like team sports. And if this country is still in a place in a month where we have this out-of-control epidemic, and I think it is, uh, there's no question right now it's an out-of-control epidemic, then then football is going to be a victim of that because there is just not a way to do it without creating some type of bubble, and, and that's just not going to happen in college. Dan so, Welkin from USA Today. With all due respect, Dan, I'm not cherry-picking numbers. I'm giving you statistics that are being – and, I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not anti-science. I'm not saying they should go out and play and nobody should wear masks. I mean, we see sports happening everywhere else. And so I don't understand that you're saying that I'm cherry-picking stats from Florida – where everybody's gone crazy about the Disney World Open and people are thinking that they're murdering people, yet the NBA guys are out there running around in Orlando fishing and doing living life. Are we not supposed to do anything? Look around the world. They're playing soccer. They're playing sports all over the world, and teams want to get ready. I'm not saying do something irresponsible, but I'm not cherry-picking stats. I'm giving stats that are coming from actual science, not from like our mayor here in Philadelphia who's telling us February 21st is now the arbitrary date when the, fi- when the virus will be gone. I mean, that's idiocy. The NBA is spending $150 million to build a bubble for 22 teams uh, where, uh, you know, a guy crosses the street to go get uh, pick up food from DoorDash uh, and, and goes 10 feet over the line. He's got to go into quarantine for 10 days. They're wearing, you know, some sort of, Great technological bracelet around their uh, wrist to monitor their their sleep, so that if they uh, change their breathing pattern, you know they, they have to go into a, a medical examination. I mean, these, these are extreme measures that the NBA is taking, you know, to try to manage this for the next few months. And it still may or may not work. You know, we don't really know. Uh, you've had teams in the MLS in the bubble they've tried to create who, who've had to drop out. You know, in Germany and England, I mean, they're they're creating these bubbles to try to, you know, separate and isolate players uh, to, to a pretty significant extent so that they can play these games. The college environment, the college sports uh, circumstances are totally different, and it's, it's not going to be a situation where you can put guys inside a bubble uh, for, for any length of time, not just because they're not getting paid, you know, which is, which is a whole other sort of ethical issue in all of this, but but because it's just not practical. And so, you know, these, these college kids are going to do what college kids do, and it, it's, it doesn't really lend itself to, to keeping this virus out of circulation. So I, I just don't think it's really comparable when you're talking about NBA uh, or, or what's going on in the Bundesliga over in Germany to, to what's going to happen at, at Clemson. So what's the ripple effect then, Dan? I mean, do you have to have uh, move football to the spring semester? Because we all know that uh, football drives the train for all these other programs, uh, you know, basically except for, you know, quite a few, you know, Division One college basketball programs. But you know what I'm saying? It keeps a lot of things alive. What I think is going to happen is that at some point they're going to say, 
uh, okay, we're going to have to delay the start of the college football season to October uh, with the hope that the levels of, of infection in the country have been suppressed, or at least in, in a lot of areas of the country, have been suppressed uh, to a much greater extent than they are right now, and that that would give them a better shot to, to play as many games as possible without you know, significant interruption. You know, now, if that doesn't work, if, if you, you get into you know, late September and it still doesn't look like October is, is doable, then you know, they might have to look at the spring, but that creates its own set of issues and complications that they don't really want. Uh, and, and obviously that's not ideal for, for a whole lot of reasons. But, you know, if it's the only way they can get a season in, it's the only way they can get a season in. There's also some other, you know, potential plans out there. Maybe you, know, you play a, a few games in the fall and a few in the spring, depending on you know, just sort of the, the, the numbers, you know. And, and, and I, I don't know if, if that's really viable or, or if that's something that, that they would want to do, but it's, it's certainly something that they've modeled. Uh, and they're going to have to be flexible. I mean, that's the name of the game right now for, for I think, every sport, but particularly football, is, is flexibility. And, and colleges, you know, have, have, have got some, uh, but in a couple weeks they're going to need to start making some decisions. Well, speaking of that, the, uh, the NFL is meeting with their players and the association today, and one of the things they're talking about, because these guys can't wear masks under helmets, but these visors that are made by Oakley, now, we've seen a lot of players wear visors underneath the helmet. Hockey players wear visors. And so, obviously, the spittle and all the other things that you worry about, you know, from the mucus and, the, and things flying out of your mouth, that would help that immensely. College football spends a lot of money. Let's be, let's be honest. College football makes a lot of money, so they spend a lot of money so that the other programs can stay afloat in colleges. Why wouldn't the NCAA do something like that, especially with these big-time programs who make gazillions of dollars? Yeah, any sort of technological innovation or advancement, uh, I, I think, is definitely going to be looked at and, and uh, purchased, ultimately, if, if that's what it takes to, to play the season, to add a layer of safety to what these uh, schools are trying to do. Now, part of the problem with all of college football is the NCAA just does not have any control over what happens in college football. It's all you know, balkanized by conference. and. It's one of the things that, that they're having trouble with right now is, is this issue of testing. How, how much to test from conference to conference, from school to school. Up to this point, it's kind of all been you know, everybody figure out what's best for, for them. And so same thing with, with a, something like a, a shield, a face shield. The NCAA can't really mandate it. Uh, so you'd have to have it at the conference level. Well, then, you know, you'd have to get other conferences bought in or else, you know, there's, there's no point in doing it in the first place. So all these decisions in college sports get really complicated by the fact that there's no central leader, there's no governing body. Uh, but, you know, I think certainly something as simple as a face shield, if it worked, if it was, um, you know, if, if players could, could use it without having it fog up and they couldn't see or, you know, something like that, I think that would be something that would be easy for, for people to embrace if it's effective. Dan Wolken, USA Today, and then, you know this is—it's amazing. Every day, Harry and I have been doing the show for the last three months. Every day, we're like, "Are we going to have sports today?" I feel good about it, and then the next day, it's like, "No, I don't think good." And now right. we're getting closer to actual sports starting, and we're in that same situation every single day. We have no idea, uh, but everything's getting. The hockey players are in training camp. The NBA guys are in Orlando, and so we'll find out. I—I I don't know if it's day to day, as we always say about in sports. We're going to take it day to day. But it seems like it's day-to-day, -day, or is there a drop-dead date 
that you say that they have to decide to shut down the college football season for every conference? Yeah, look, I, as you mentioned, I mean, we just don't know. Everything changes all the time. But, you know, some sports are easier than others to pull off, and college football just happens to be one uh, that's, that's particularly difficult to, to pull off under these conditions. And I, I don't know that there's a drop-dead date. Look, I think if, if starting the season at the last weekend of August, first weekend of September, I think by August 1st you kind of have to have an idea of whether that's possible so the teams can start really – training and preparing for the season uh you know but if, if at that point they decide to move it to october that buys some time uh and then you'll just have to see how things progress over the the three weeks following that whether that's feasible so it's just a rolling target i, I think and, and we're just going to have to live with that amount of uncertainty dan walken columnist usa today i know a lot of people probably not agreeing with you and calling your no. names and stuff that happens to all of us you know, we say something, you write something, and then people go crazy either way. That's, that's, the, that's the glory of social media <laughs> and being on radio, TV, a blog, or writing a newspaper column, unfortunately, or fortunately. It is uh, part and parcel of, of the job, and uh, if you can't handle it, then you probably do something else. That's exactly right. right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm thinking of welding myself, you know. I'm thinking of a trade, although I can do a lot of things. I could probably teach a, a trade, you know. Uh, cement work, stuccoing, you electricity. Could build a house. I could build a house. I may do that right after the segment. Yeah. Dan, appreciate you coming on. Thanks, man. Thanks Dan. For your time. See you guys. There he is, Dan Wolkin of USA Today. Tony could build a house as long as he doesn't have to do any of the measurements. Oh, I have okay. other people for that. <laughs> well, yeah, math. That's yeah, math. The math. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's math, laser geometry. now. Mm-hmm. Everything's laser. Mm-hmm. You just set up a laser. You get the directions. You don't have to go out there with a tape measure anymore. No. No. Even uh, when they do your countertops, we built our kitchen, but we don't. We didn't do our own countertops. And the people that come in to do your countertops now, they're not putting a tape measure. They put a laser thing up, and it even tells you like the imperfections in the wall if you have any. And so when that countertop is made, well, I would say if it's level too, right? Well, don't yeah, they, the level's got to be level. Yeah. It's flat. That's your problem if you don't have the counter yeah. level. But I'm talking about the back wall. So mm. when they measure, they don't measure the whether it's level or not. They measure whether or not the wall is strapped. So that countertop comes in, you plop it down. It's amazing. It's tight. Perfectly measured. Our one wall in the kitchen was the original um, outside wall of this house when it was built back in 1913. Mm -hmm. And let's just say it is not even, it is not level. It is... It goes yeah, every which way. Yeah, you got to make And then when you make it level, then the guy down. comes in and measures it, and then everything's perfect. And and so when they came and measured the countertops, they made it so that it fits exactly right up to it. It's amazing what they did. My math sucks, but my science knowledge is off the chains, off the charts, off the heezy fojeezy. <laughs> when Robin's watching crappy junk shows that don't teach you anything, I'm locked into science, National Geographic, Smithsonian. Uh, History Channel. Yeah. That's what I'm watching. I watch right. those two. No, you don't. I yes, watch I do. Bosch. But I did. I got through. I'm done. Oh, you're done? I'm done with all six seasons. I'm going to have to find something else for you. I'm, uh, something to annoy yeah, him. How about going Luther. outside and taking Luther. a walk? I've heard Luther's, that's good. It's really good. Yeah. I watched the first episode now, and I know that Tony will we'll hate it. Not will Lucifer. hate it because they... Not that stupid Lucifer no, guy. No, no, no. That was on regular TV. This is, yeah. this no. is um, a, a British show, which oh, of course you know you're going to hate it. Of course. You can't understand anything they're saying. God, I hate those Brit shows. The only good Brit shows were Monty Python and uh, Benny, Benny Hill. Hill. Everything I else knew you were is garbage. Everything no. else the Brits do is absolutely unadulterated garbage. That's not true. Indecipherable garbage. It is so not true. You're so a Young true. Ones fan? 
No, hell no. Depends on how young they are. Now I, I mean, if they're legal, I'm a fan. If they're, if, you know, if they're, no, the television uh, show, the young ones. I've never heard. I've never watched it. I want to point something out here. Um, there's a lot of comments um, and criticism of Dan Wolken coming on. And this just points out, the Tony Bruno show gives all viewpoints. Exactly. We we're not going to call on a guy and yell at him. No. And that, and I think it's really important that we're, it's just not one-sided. We're just, we, we will bring anybody on that has an opinion and that has good information. He wrote a he, column in a yeah. major news. Well, is, is USA Today still a major newspaper? Do they still deliver at yeah. the hotels anymore? Uh, well, people don't stay in hotels right now. Yeah, yeah. you're so right about that. But yeah, they used to have. I loved it back in the day when you used to, like I go out to a Super Bowl in the 80s or yeah. 90s. And you'd be in a nice hotel room somewhere, and mm-hmm. it was right outside your door. I love the USA Today because it was really quick. Like, like you could absorb yeah, the, the it, stuff in like two seconds yeah. rather than these long-winded columns. And the best part of it, the weather map, all in color. Oh, and you yeah. You see all the pretty clouds, and mm-hmm. you can see the colors. Yeah. Yeah. 215-462-TONY is the number. <laughs> We have open lines. I want to hear your your comments on that. Again, I'm not going to trash Dan Wolken because I brought up science. I will trash the mayor of Philadelphia, who has absolutely zero science behind any of his decisions. And Robin used to watch that How to Get Away with Murder show. It's based in Philadelphia. I did. I watched like a couple seasons, and then it jumped the shark for me. Everything's jumped the shark. I lost total lost interest. We got all kinds of good stuff still ahead, Harry. Open lines you want to call in. Strapper lines active, I understand. The strapper line, 856-818-4045. 856-818-4045. Still ahead, John McMullen and my old buddy Chuck Cooperstein. Is he in the bubble down there in Orlando? We'll find out. Stick around. The Tony Bruno Show. You think LeBron, if he wins a title on October 12th, is going to be ready to go back to training camp less than a month later? No. And then start the season on December 1st? Hell no. No. Hey, LeBron, you just won another championship. What are you going to do? I ain't doing nothing. I got to be back in work in three weeks. Right. I can't even go to Disney World. I've been here since frickin' July. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the SiriusXM app. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out.
out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. Hey, folks, this is Tony Bruno, and you can now hear my show weekdays on Sirius XM Channel 211. You know me, I've been around forever, and I'm an essential service, along with my man Harry Mays, where we talk about sports, right, Harry? Yes, and even outside the world of sports, which unfortunately is the world we're living in right now, Tony. But we have fun doing it every day. So tune in for the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays, weekday afternoons, 3 p.m. on Dan Patrick Radio 211, and listen at home with Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, or however you stream in your house. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much-needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into ghost sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and experience what top-performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com discount code RADIO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code RADIO. Hey, it's Tony Bruno and Harry Mays. Join us Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, as Marv Albert used to say, on a great pass or a great dunk. We got a lot of NBA news coming up. We'll get into that. But the big story is this whole Burger King thing, Harry. Burger King now all of a sudden a fast food chain where people don't really give a crap when they go in there and just say, give me a damn burger, a Whopper with cheese. Mm -hmm. Give me some of the fries. First of all, fine dining does not describe fast food. No. Burger King, McDonald's. No. So they all come up with gimmicks. Right. Their latest gimmick is this, oh, we're woke now because we want cows cows farting. Methane. Yeah, methane methane or methane, as they say in England. Oh, is that right? Methane. The methane gas released is supposedly contributing yeah, to more than climate anything change else and to global yeah, warming. Yeah. How about this? Make my damn order. Hold the pickles, hold the lettuce. Special orders don't upset us. That's the Burger King I remember. Because remember, McDonald's, you couldn't order it without pickles and all. You had mm. to order the burger. Right. But then Burger King took it to the next Make level. Make it your way. I was never have a Burger your King way. guy. Or have it your yeah. way. I once got, had, got busy in a Burger King bathroom. Though. You did. <laughs> it must have been dirty. doesn't matter. When it had it was very weird. Dirty. When I was pregnant, I craved Burger King and French fries. They're French fries with ranch dressing. No other time ever. But when I was pregnant, really? for whatever reason, I wanted it. Yeah, so McDonald's. now Burger King has this cute little kid. We've got to get to Rick and I, but I want to play this jingle. This is this the best part about this Burger King commercial is they're getting a lot of free publicity. So this is legit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This is a legit, this is a jingle. This is, their, a- this is their actual tweet from the Burger King site. Verified. Verified account. Without a doubt, the best cow fart news you will hear today. Cow's menu, hashtag, sustainability. Mm. And then they have this young man singing a song you would like, Harry, because you're a, co- a country kind of guy. Yeah. Let's let's listen he's to it. He's got a good yodel. It's got a good beat. You can dance to it. I'll give it a 65. Here it goes. 
looks like he's about, what, nine? Oh, I know who this kid is. come in the commercial and fart in this kid's face. Okay, we don't that's need to the play Walmart, the Voltorbians, That's the Walmart right? Yodel kid. Mason is that Ramsey. who he is? is that that's the is? kid a year or two ago, whenever that was, became famous yeah. by yodeling in a Walmart, and they filmed it, and the thing went viral. Yeah. Oh, That's wow. that kid. Yeah. Now he's a song with Lil Nas X, too. He's is that made, right? He's made a pretty penny, oh, that that's kid. a good job out of him, yeah. man. It's low-carbon land, baby. First yeah. of all, I, I like the gimmick. It's a gimmick. Right. Because cow farts are really what's causing the right. climate change. Now, how about golf how about, farts? What are you going to do about him? Ian Poulter, he blocked Harry because of that. No, that was a Harry Mays got blocked by a guy who <laughs> farted on a golf course. You know, if there were fans at the event, you never would have heard that. You realize that, right? Yes, you would have. No, he wouldn't. Because that's, that that's that mic right no, near the tee box. You, it's it, down on no, the ground. No, people would have been applauding the tee shot. You wouldn't have it heard it been at muffled. all. It would have been muffled. Are we Seriously. supposed to not go across? He probably does that every every. Weak. Exactly. Now, again, I don't care what Burger King does. It's their company. They're getting a lot of free publicity. Yeah. But did they did they go, go complain to Costco when the guy picked up the microphone, picked up the speaker? The intercom. The, the intercom phone in a Costco recently and gave us this classic. Do we have that one? The guy in the Costco is my favorite. Yeah. What's more dangerous, cows or men drinking beer? We got it. <laughs> Now, that's a good fart yeah. right there. I mean, that, that entire Costco just had a noxious methane cloud floating over it. The women who were giving you the little hot dogs on a stick and the samples, even they had to stop what they were doing, Harry. The Costco buffet shut down. They had to bring in hazmat wow. crews for that guy. It's another place I've never been. <laughs> You've never been no. to Costco, Harry? No. Oh, man, what's the matter? Nope. <laughs> BJ's, Costco, none of those places. There's something wrong with you. You know, I'm not a real I big... send my old lady out shopping oh, once a week. Oh, that's okay? what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. I don't have six frid fridges to stack up with stuff of uh -huh. chicken nuggets for my six kids to eat. All right? I just We're a nuclear twosome. That's it. Gotcha. We go shopping once a week. Sounds like you go nuclear around the house every <laughs> once in a while. Right I do. I do. <laughs> things don't work out right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think they're going to they're gonna get uh, uh, Eric Swalwell... To do their spokesman now to be the spokesman. Oh, yeah. He farted on live TV. Remember they I claimed remember he that. didn't fart? Yeah. On I CNN, but again nobody heard it. So that's why if, oh. it, if a guy farts on CNN <laughs> and nobody hears it, is it still a fart? That's what I want to know. Personally, I love Costco. 
Tony has taken me on a Costco date many of a time. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Very romantic. You, you know, it's like the old YMCA. You can get yourself a meal. You can have a good time. Yeah. No showers in there, though, yet. Free samples. Free yeah. samples. Yeah. Yeah. The Costco buffet? Yeah. Really? Oh, no. yeah. I don't, I don't do buffets. It's not well, a buffet. That's not what buffet. they called it. They, oh. they would have it's all the stuff. They would have little old ladies. With well, how am I going to know it's a damn joke if I've never been there? How about See what you're missing the... out on? Jesus, Harry. So you go into Costco, and what they would do is the companies that had a lot of the frozen products. Right. Or even not, like juices and stuff. They'd have a little old lady with a – she didn't have to be a little old lady. In yeah, L.A., they had some old? hot ones. Oh, yeah. yeah? And so they'd have a little counter set up, and they'd have a microwave, and they would make you know make a couple of the items. And then so you so sample it, yeah. and then they'd say, oh, you can go buy that in aisle number three in the, in the frozen food section. Right. So you got – so you go, and you have like – and there was good product out there. They put good stuff out. Now, all Micah on Twitch is reminding people that you once did a radio show live from Costco. It was probably with Gary, I'm you sure. You did? I've done shows everywhere, underwater, you name it. I never farted on the air, though. <laughs> Let's go to Rick in Iowa, though. I'm sure he's been oh. to buffets. This man knows. He knows what's going on he out there. He might be ready to pass you wind right now. You know how many cows there are in Iowa oh and how my. much corn there is right now and how much methane is released in Iowa? God. Rick, how are what's you, buddy? Up? What's up, my loving family? How's it going? Also, one thing in Iowa, if you don't burp or fart, that means you didn't like the food. It's, uh, it's actually, uh, you know, it's that nice. You have to burp and fart, or that's just no offense. Anyway. Everybody farts. <laughs> Everybody does. The ugliest yeah. people, the most beautiful women on earth, the most handsome yeah, men. They're passing I, gas too. That's why God made our bodies the way He did. That's sort of that's a right. that's sort of a, a way to to <laughs> keep from exploding within. You realize that if that didn't that's, happen, uh, hey, if he'd have held that into the third tee, he'd have had some exactly. internal problems. It's an outrage, Rick. Talking from both sides, uh, bow from the ass, what a beautiful thing. Anyway, um, <laughs> hey, uh, I'm like Harry Bass. I'm like you, brother. Pissed off today. You're pissed off about I'm, what? I'm in a great mood today. What are you, you pissed me? off about, yeah. Rick? Everything's great. Well, no, there's I not going to be sports. Why, Everybody's going crazy. But, but first, I have to say, I have to ask my brother, Harry Bass, do you go out much, bro? No. <laughs> no, he no. does not. I go, I go. I go two places. I go to work and I go to play golf. That's, That's it. it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm pissed off because of Jim Kenny. I tell you, how dare he? What a what a. You know what? The government of Iowa has more balls than he does, and she's a female. Exactly That's all right. I can say about that. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you something about a mystery too of what you call Cuban coffee. Cuba, I love, Cuba. love that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Love Cuba. Yeah, that's awesome. But, but, but get this. Of course, you would love it, TB, because here's the thing. The coffee comes from Brazil, okay? The machine comes from Italy. That's where you love it. Mm-hmm. And the one who sells you from Nicaragua or Central America or whatever, and they call it Cuban coffee. Exactly. No, Nicaragua. Robin and I have been to Nicaragua. We've been to Honduras, oh, and the coffee in those countries. Oh, when you go to those countries, so man, good. the coffee yeah. is so good. Costa Rica, too. Costa Rica, yeah. Honduras, Nicaragua, the coffee is phenomenal, mm. man. They, I always buy a bag. Oh, they, I always buy a bag yeah, of coffee. They roast their beans differently. Mm. They don't and it's burn not it like bitter, stinking yeah. Starbucks. Starbucks is the worst yeah. coffee on the planet. Anybody who drinks it should have their I head agree. examined. I overpriced too, by the way. Exactly <laughs> right, man. $6 for a cup of stinking coffee. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's an outrage. Yes, it is. Also, an outrage. I, it's an outrage. I own the king and the queen of radio. Mm, um, and I 
technology because it was my thing that uh, Robin was getting to me and, and you were saying you were cussing her out for that. So that was my thing. That was my thing. I'm Fanatic City, by the way. On, you're you're um, from Atlantic Twitch. City? Fanatic City, on the one from Twitch. When Robin was saying about thank you for the lovely voice, I said that she had a, that you were screaming at her. Oh, so ah. he's on Twitch? Okay, hold on a second. Is that you, yeah. Little Havana? No, no, no. no. Yeah. Fanatic something. Something Fanatic City. City. Yeah, Fanatic City. Fanatic City on Twitch, is that you? Billy. No, I was actually, you know what Bangor, Pennsylvania is? Where what, Pennsylvania? Which Bangor? Town? Banger. I Bangor, Maine. Yeah, Bangor, PA. It's up in the Poconos. Bangor? I didn't even kiss right. her. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was born there, by the way. He was born in the Poconos, this guy. That's yeah. What, yeah, you were born in the Poconos. Yeah. Did you ever go in a heart-shaped right. tub when you were up? Were you born and conceived in a heart-shaped tub? Tub? Yeah, the Goosey, Hot Face, Jeff. I don't, I don't, I don't. At the end of the dove. No, no, the Poconos, they don't have into the dove. They have the, everybody, everything's a honeymoon hey. suite. I know it's so cheesy, but one day I want to take a bath in that stupid champagne bathtub that's, that's like oh, shaped like a bath, champagne glass. Oh, yeah, you would love it. I would need somebody by with a way. hazmat suit to come in there and <laughs> detoxify the place first. Rick, it's always great to hear you, my friend. Thanks, Rick. You are our favorite. You're, you're now our favorite caller. Yeah, I think he's going to the number one in the power yes. rankings. Exactly right. Yeah. Beautiful, man. There he is. Let's put your hands together for the great Rick in Iowa. How does a guy from Cuba wind up in Iowa? And, and from Bangor, Maine. Or from Bangor, PA. Bangor, PA. Dang. See, that's why you got to travel, Harry, so you can be as worldly as Rick from Iowa. I've been in all 40, 48 of the 50 states. I'm 49 of the 50 hey, states. Hey, we have a, a real quick shout-out from about? Colorado, Tony. Joey Bonocco says that he's listening to you on his um, on his phone out loud, and a bull snake just slithered across. So you were t you were drawing into snakes. A bull you're snake? Like a, you're like a snake charmer. I am a snake charmer. I'm the snake whisperer. We got a lot more coming up in the next hour. Wow, they're they're creepy looking. Football chatter. John McMullen, ladies and gentlemen. You know him, you love him. You can't live without him. He will be joining us in the next hour. Stick around. We got a whole bunch of good stuff, including some snakes, but not on the plane. Because you're not allowed on the plane without a mask. Enjoy basketball, soccer, and all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using bonus code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Plus, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Now you're winning with the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.